From one islander to another, Isle of Wight Radio proudly presents John Hannam Meets. Well, going back to 1978, I first met the wonderful Jan Hunt here at Shanklin Theatre. And you're looking stunning. Oh, thank you. We're both still here. Johnny, we are. I know. It's incredible, isn't it? I hope I'm in a good light ahead of all these windows. <laughs> it's a long time ago. Telling me. I know. I was one of millions of guys that fell in love with you many years ago because you were on TV virtually all the time, weren't you? I was, John, yes. In Cracker Jack, it was a regular weekly event for nine years, I think. Wow. So. Yeah, one of the happiest times of my career, really. And you're still performing 41 years later. I am still, yes. I have to get the hook out to get me <laughs> off. No, I love it, John. I mean, I'm enjoying producing a lot more um, and directing, but I, d I just love to be out there and have an audience, hearing them laugh and applaud, and, well, most times they do. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I just love it. It's in my bones, it's in my heart, and it's going to have to give me up because I have no intention of retiring. <laughs> <laughs> you love musical, I know, don't you? I do. I, I'm very steeped in music hall. I have been really for the last, well, 30, 35 years. Since going to the Players Theatre, I saw the good old days on, I was sitting with my parents one Sunday evening and saw the good old days on television. And I turned to my mum and dad and I said, oh, I would love to be on that show. So I got in touch with my agent the next day and he said, well, you need to get yourself to the Players Theatre because that's where a lot of the work starts from. So I auditioned at the Players Theatre and can you believe, I, I was lucky enough to pass the audition and within two months I was actually doing the good old days on television and I'm still up there. We don't sadly have it on television anymore but we do the stage show twice a year and I'm now associate producer up there at the City Varieties in oh, Leeds. I went to Leeds once and I went in it to have a look. Wonderful oh, place, isn't it? Oh, it's the most amazing place. It's, oh, it's so full of character and memories. And when you think of the people that have graced that stage, you know, people like Charlie Chaplin and Dan Leno and Mari Lloyd, I mean, I'm very proud and honoured to be treading in those same steps. You're an honorary patron of the Music Hall Guild of Britain and USA, I think, aren't you? Yes, I am, yes. I get myself about a bit, you know. <laughs> so you perform a bit in America? Um, I have done with the Players Theatre, yes. And I have taken my own show across Canada. And we've toured the whole of Europe. But these days it's harder getting shows out, you know, because airlines were always prepared to sponsor you. But, and hotels were, but I mean, you know, things have changed so much, John, over the years that it's hard now to get sponsorship. Well, for unknowns, I mean, although, you know, because we're not big household names, I'm sure they get sponsorship. But for a company like mine, it's quite hard getting sponsorship these days. So we just tour number one theatres in the UK. And um, I mean, if we can get something abroad, it will be lovely. We're having some wonderful musical accompaniment I can hear in my headphones because your star turn today is Bobby Crush. The one and only Mr Bobby Crush, yes. He's a joy, an absolute joy. He's trying out the piano. I think he's trying the piano doing a sound check as we speak, yes. <laughs> he's just arrived over on the ferry. 
I was going to say, in the early days, before you were a pro, you did troop shows, didn't you, for charity in the very early days? Yes, so yeah. I've, I think I've done a bit of everything in my time, John. Yes, I used to, well, I went out, you know, to entertain the troops, went out to Cyprus years and years ago with the Five Bar State Company from Scotland with Alec Finlay. I mean, you're too young to know who Alec Finlay is. <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yes, I went up done quite a bit of entertaining the troops and I do a lot of charity work yes I think you were a pro quite young weren't you my first professional show was when I was 11 yes and I was a babe at um in pantomime with Avril Angers who played Robinson Crusoe at the Wimbledon which was known as the Wimbledon theatre oh, yes. and I walked through that store at the age of 11 and here I am nearly 82 <laughs> and I'm still walking through that stage door my show is there in January is it? so I'm still there yes <laughs> it's amazing I know once before you told me it wasn't easy to start with it was a bit of a struggle to get a established for you wasn't it really well it is I mean I didn't come from a showbiz family at all I mean where my love for showbiz came from I really don't know I mean my mum always would have loved to have been a dancer but I mean in her days if you were you know wanted to go on the stage you were considered not a very nice young lady you know <laughs> um so she sort of enjoyed it through me really but I I just loved dancing when I was a little girl and as I said I did my first professional show at 11 and I've been at it ever since so I'll keep doing it till I get it right. <laughs> yes, Jan, you were in a double act, Jan and Kelly, for a while. I you? was, yes, yes, we had a great time. Oh, seven years together as Jan and Kelly, uh, two hearts with a crazy mixed up beat. We were, but <laughs> it was hard in those days, John, when we started because comedians in this country, it's, it was uh, hard to be accepted mm. as a comedian. Um, I mean, not like America, they accepted people like Lucille Ball and everything, but it was hard for Kelly and I, but we did get established as sort of a singing comedy duo. And we had a song, number 27 in the charts, called Who We Didn't, years ago. <laughs> we did a lot of television, we did radio, famous windmill theatre, with our clothes on, I hasten to add. <laughs> um, and then Sheila Van Damme took the show out to Australia and... By then, our writer was living in Australia. She was married to Ed Devereaux, who was the lead in Skippy, the television oh, show. Yeah. Yeah. She, so she wrote a television series. So we did all the leagues clubs during the, the um, week. And then we at the weekend, we did a television show for six months. And we were there with Mickey Rooney and specials. And I've really had a wonderful career. You know, I'm very lucky. I just wish I was a big star, but I'm not. But I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> You went to the Bahamas for a while, didn't you? Yes, I did. Oh, gosh, we were at the Stork Club and the Pigal in Piccadilly, and the director from there took the whole show out to the Bahamas for six months. That was a good gig, that was. I bet. Oh, my word. You know, beautiful flats. We, we stayed in um, combos with swimming pool, and we used to eat in the hotels. I mean, oh, it was palatial. It was absolutely wonderful. Yeah, I mean, I've been very lucky travelling the world, but with somebody else paying for it. <laughs> Jan, you did the West End. You did Showboat for I did, nearly yes. three years, didn't you? Yes, that's yeah. correct. 1971 to 1973. That was wonderful. I loved that. Um, and they did Run for Your Wife at the Criterion and, of course, the Players Theatre. I was on and off there for 30 years. And I now produce all their shows as well. Oh. So, And, of course, Danny LaRue. 
You were in yes. the West End. Yes. When we finished the double act, um, Kelly, my show business partner, she um, stayed in Australia. And I came back to the West End and I thought, I feel in a wilderness because <laughs> having been as comfortable in a double act for seven years, sort of, where do I go from here? And I got myself with an agent with a Harold Fielding office and he said that... Um, uh, the wonderful Barbara Windsor was leaving, come spy with me at the Whitehall Theatre. Now, in those days, I did look a bit like Barbara. Um, I had the white blonde hair piled up on top. I didn't quite have the attributes she had, but um, anyway, she was leaving the show, and I went along. And be- I think the fact that I looked a bit like her helped me get the job. So, yes, I worked with Danny, and then I did a lot of shows with Danny after that. I so, left Danny. I knew him quite well. Oh, did you? And he sort of broke the mould for female impersonation. Oh, he didn't certainly he? did. I mean, yeah. he was he was the he was the diamond of female impersonators. He was. I mean, his the way he was dressed. He was immaculately dressed. He was warm. He was funny. He was. Oh, I mean, an icon, absolute icon. I loved it, Jan, at the end when he came on dressed as a man. I know, I know. And a handsome devil Telling as me. well. Yeah. My goodness me, <laughs> gorgeous looking guy. You also worked in the early days with Frankie Vaughan in a couple of pop musicals. Yes, yes. Yeah. Funnily, do you know, John, funny you should say that. Our company manager, about three weeks ago, handed me an envelope and he said, there's a gift in there for you. And I opened it up. It was a DVD of a film called It's All Over Town. And that was with Frankie Vaughan, yes, and Jan and Kelly. I went, oh my God, I'd forgotten I did that. Your road manager, Spencer Gibbons, who you've just mentioned, he has entertained over here in past years, summer seasons. Yes, that's correct. Well, he was a 60s muso. I mean, he's he's a guitar player, you know. He's, yeah, he's a very talented guy, yeah. So he still pops off occasionally, you know, to do shows. I think many years ago he worked with Adam Faith for a while. He did, yeah, Yeah, he did, yes. And he's been out on tour with Joe Brown fairly recently. Now then, Cracker Jack. Cracker Jack! (laughs) You know they're bringing it back. Yes, but... Will it be the same? <laughs> uh, well, well, it's sadly not going to be with us, but um, no. I shall be watching it ardently. But I believe they're going to do the double or drop. And I they? think they're going to do sketches. So I've got to get a foot back in the door there because <laughs> I've decided that if they do the sketches, occasionally there'll be a moment for an old character actress to <laughs> appear. So whereas I had to go to the makeup room before, I don't have to go now because I'm an old lady. So <laughs> I can go and do this. Oh, yeah, I'd love to be involved with it. I mean, it was a happy, happy time. You're listening to John Hannam meets... Isle of Wight Radio's original chat show. Generation Game, of course, you did, didn't you? Yes, did played me spoons, yes. getting people to play the spoons. And I think I did a couple with, um, well, with Bruce. And then I know there was one time when Bruce wasn't well and Roy Castle did the show, so I did one with him. Yes, I've... Had a little bit of a hand in quite a lot of lovely shows. It's a Square World you did too. Oh, didn't Michael Benty. Yes. I know that was really strange. Michael Benty was appearing at the Palladium in something, and my agent said, You've got to go to the Palladium and meet Michael Benty. And I, I thought he was pulling my leg, and I, well, you know, I've 
what is all this about? <laughs> anyway, um, I did. I went to the Palladium and went backstage and was said, um, Michael Bentley was expecting me, you know, I had a meeting with him. And he said he was doing a Square World special and he would like me to be in the show. And he said to me, are you afraid of water? And I went, <laughs> no. And he said, well, we're going to be doing a sketch where you'll be up to your neck in water. And I thought, this is bizarre. This is bizarre. You know, it's, oh, it's crazy. And I did, yeah, I was very honoured to do that. That was wonderful. Yeah, we did some Henry VIII sketch where we all ended up and the water just kept flooding and flooding and flooding. He was in the goons, of course, as well. At I, one know, time. Yeah. I know, I know. Yes. Gosh, you have done your homework, John. I'm very impressed. How are you? <laughs> I'm very impressed, yes. Do you regret the loss of summer seasons? Because here we are on the Isle of Wight and there was San Anne Pavilion. I and know. Whatever. I do, John, greatly. I mean, you know, I, I was lucky enough that, like, when I did pantomime, our pantomimes used to run until April. Yes. And May, when I was up in Scotland working for Howard and Wyndham Company, we used to do the pantomime. I'd be home for a month, then I would be back during the summer season, the five past eight seasons. But all these wonderful seaside places, I mean, here, for instance, you know, Blackpool, Bournemouth, the place used to be alive with all these different shows and all the pros used to get together. I mean, it's just so sad that it's just all gone down the pan. In the yeah. 80s here, we had Tarbuck and Cilla Black. Of course and you Norman did. Wisdom you had all the big names, Frankie didn't Howard, you? Frankie Ted Howard, I know. Yeah, amazing, isn't oh, it? Oh, show business has changed greatly, I think. Paper Moon Theatre Company. That's me. You're the boss, aren't you? Yeah, I'm the boss, yes. <laughs> Tell <laughs> yes. me a wee bit about it. Well, it was formed back in 1989 with a gentleman by the name Dudley Stevens, who was a great music hall performer at the Players Theatre. Yes. We took a show for the Players to Bournemouth one Sunday, and it was just one day, and we thought, why are we sort of handing out these offers of work to other companies? Why don't we form our own? And we were sitting outside a pub in Bournemouth, and it was nighttime it was after one of the shows we'd done and the moon was absolutely it was a crescent moon but it looked so beautiful in the sky and he said he said come on Jan let us do it together why don't we form our own company we must think of a good name and we just looked up and he said we've got to have something in the moon and then I thought of the song it's only a paper moon <laughs> so paper moon theatre company was formed 1989 but sadly um, Dudley died a few years later. He became very poorly and he died. But uh, he said to me, obviously, before he went, he said, Jan, please keep Paper Moon going. And here we are, you know, 2019, and we are still going. What I love about you, when we first met in 78, you were so enthusiastic for the business, and you still are, which oh, is great. Oh, John, I, I don't think... I think if I ever lost that enthusiasm, I think that would be the time I would think... I, I should stand down, you know. My love for it is still burning inside me as much as it ever has. I still get starstruck, you know, when I meet, work with people, and I, I do love it. It's hard work, 
Um, and obviously, I mean, I'm the thin end of the wedge now at the age I am. But as I say, it's going to have to give me up. They're going to have to drag me off stage <laughs> into me box playing the spoons. <laughs> I don't intend retiring. <laughs> Jan, who are the sort of biggest names over the years that you work with? The people that you sort of thought, oh, my goodness, have you had many? Well, uh, Shirley Bassey was always my one of my idols anyway. And... You know, we did some Sunday concerts with her and I just watched her at the band call, you know, how particular and pedantic she was. And I thought, I'm just, you know, just watching this star. Oh, that was amazing. I mean, wonder. I've been very lucky, really, working with great comics like Eric Sykes, Terry Scott, Les Dawson. You can just learn so much from them. Or, you know, I've, um, yeah, I've, I've soaked as much as I can up like a sponge because I, th- I also think the time you think you can't learn anything anymore, I think it's the time you need to get out anyway. You can always learn, you can always improve. And I know there's lots of things I do now that I could do better, but I do my best. Jan, congratulations on a fantastic career because you have done awfully well, really, haven't you? Oh, not too bad, John. Thank you very much. And it's nice to catch up after all these years. After all these years. Well, bless you, and thank you for giving me the time. I really appreciate it. Just showing you a picture of... I know. I don't look bad on that picture, actually, do I? You look terrific. You look terrific today as well. Oh, bless you. Thank you, John, very much indeed. Very happy memory and lovely to see you again. Thanks, Jan. Ooh, I could crush a grape. I could test drive a Tonka. If it isn't, John Hannum meets. A perfect way to end. Another star from the good old days of Crackerjack there, Stu Francis. Grateful thanks to Jan Hunt. Thank you so much for listening to John Hannum meets. Bye-bye for now. 